a young, busy weekend doing domestic stuff. Yeah. And like, I did some weeding. So that was fun. Why? Well, it's massive weeds. Oh. Like, they started to overgrow. So I was like, oh, I probably go through and do some weeding. But uh, my fragile hands took a very big toll. Oh. So it's been a been a rough uh, a rough week. You know, like but also changed my date in life because I was the people I've seen dates were like, oh my ideal first date is quad biking. I'm like, well, I, I'm not gonna go quad biking. Oh, I mean it's fun, but like I can't. Oh, right. So hooray. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. We'll go to a library. <laughs> Look at some books. Gentle fingers. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I thought I I thought that that kind of person might be your jam. Not oh, like sure. the extreme sports person, like yeah, but like the um, the interesting first date person. Not yeah, just, yeah. Oh, I want like, pizza. I do like outdoor adventure stuff. Well, you took them don't... to you took one to Bear Grylls. Yeah, it went shark diving, or so they called it. Yeah, really, it was just sitting in an aquarium. <laughs> Whereas, like, oh, it's a big sheet of glass between us and the sharks, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And if that glass was gone, the shark would die. Yeah. So well, that we were underwater as well. No. So I think we'd probably die. I think you'd but all die. But then there were divers in there, so I think it was just drugged up sharks or something. Yeah. So it works. But yeah, I'm outdoorsy. But like, yeah, I just can't. I'm just old now. I'm an old man now. So it's like, oh, you know, just can't. I mean, like, I I did weeding on. Uh, I think Friday or Thursday, and then like, yeah, Saturday was like, I can't pick up anything. So I'm just yeah. gonna. Just walk around. <laughs> just po- point crookedly at things. Used, when I was uh, <laughs> when I was uh, Tim Allening, we used to sell um, flamethrowers to people who were uh, who were weeding. You can get like oh, big yeah. blow torches, and you just, that makes you just set fire to your garden. That seemed like something you'd do. Why not just add some napalm to the equation? Why yeah. Not? yeah, yeah. I'm sure, it works. Yeah. I'm sure it works in a very alarming way. It's what they're it for. It's what they're what flamethrowers. Yeah, well, it's, what, it's what they were advertised as. It like, started off as an innocent gardening tool. Like, ended <laughs> up melting Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were. Um, we we sold them as as they were they were down as weed killers or weed whackers or weed something. Weed suppressants. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Firework. Be fine. Yeah. I mean, it does. Gardening yeah. napalm. Yeah, I mean, California does it every year, right? They just set themselves on Works fire to de weed the area. No weeds. Yeah. No more weeds. Yeah. No it's trees. Constantly on fire. No jobs. Yeah, it's weird. No jobs for the fires. <laughs> no, I didn't go going from town to town, drift to forest fires, yeah. trying to get around. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, it's a uh, uh, weird, interesting tangent. Oh, yeah. But I'm curious. I'm asking lots of people that I know what they think of uh, the definition of a word. And uh, I'm just curious what you think. This isn't a personal thing on any way. All right. It's just an interesting question. But what do you think forgiveness means? Say you were to forgive somebody, what does that entail? Um, I would I say the for the most part on a, a personal word. level, it's 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 letting go of whatever resentment and anger you had for something that they did but on an that's that's how that's sort mm. of internally externally it's sort of saying um i i guess uh, not saying that what you did wasn't wrong but just that we can move past it i guess 
I think that's more where I kind of lie on it. It's like uh, I, I, I see I see forgiveness as people seek forgiveness, and if you're seeking forgiveness, I don't think you're looking for somebody else to just get over it. No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like look. Can you just let it go? Fuck off. It's not. <laughs> that's not what they're looking for. I feel like if you're seeking forgiveness, you're seeking some kind of. Um, uh, what's it called? Some kind of yeah, seeking forgiveness. You're seeking somebody to uh, what's it called? Abolish? No, abolish? No, something you look for somebody to something you. Yeah, well, acknowledge. I, I, I think abolish. seeking forgiveness is, is is a ridiculous concept because that's all all you're saying is I don't want to feel guilty anymore, and that's not your choice. But is it? Is it? Isn't it like I don't want? Um, I want you to understand that what I did was. I know that I'm wrong about it, so I want, and you know, that, that's what it feels like. If you're, if I'm seeking forgiveness from somebody, I want them to know that it wasn't intentional, or you know, I wanted to, uh, yeah, want to get on the same communication level about something. Mm. So yeah, it feels weird that if you forgive somebody, it means you put it behind you. It feels like you put it behind each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's so, like, if somebody punched you in the face and you forgave them, it kind of follows that you'd still go out and have a drink with them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You'd still put yourself in physical proximity of the person. You yeah. wouldn't forgive them and say, right, now I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's, just a, it's a weird... Con I'm, I'm all about never forgive. <laughs> I'm all about holding on to all the rage That's and the thing, using I, I it think, to I think it depends. Future. It depends what it is. Most yeah. of the time, if there's something between me and someone else that I can't can't forgive them for, um, that's usually the end of that relationship. Yeah. If I find a way to forgive them, then the relationship continues. But if I can't, then the relationship ends. Yeah, so that feels like if you forgave... Yeah, it, it, it just feels like step one is forgiveness and there's always a step two of trying to invest yeah. that forgiveness in pursuing the relationship. Yeah, but it's always <laughs> like, yeah. just make... It, I guess it, it feels like... Um, it's like a, a sort of tacit agreement that, we, that um, we, we're agreeing what you did was wrong. Um, yeah. I want the relationship to continue. You want the relationship to continue. I'm not going to throw it in your face as long as you... You you are happy to acknowledge that what you did was wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, say someone hit a, you with there your is, car. There is a responsibility that you have if you're forgiving someone to not bring it up all the time and to yeah. not hold it over them. Like that is you. You then have a responsibility to kind of let it go in a sense. Yeah, I mean, say someone hit you with their car. Yeah, you could forgive them if if, if it was forgivable, and like, and like you would be forgiven if they were driving really fast down a road and you were like, oh shit. Yeah. But your intention is to try to work towards not being scared when they're driving towards you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like forgiveness yeah. feels like a step towards building a That's relationship. That's just it. And it but, or even a, a, a step towards just kind of a clean break. Like you can... The, for, so, for example, there have been people who've forgiven the murderers of their spouses and children and stuff yeah. like that for the sake of just letting go of all of that. Anger but and it feels like something, and, and, that feels like just putting something behind you. You know what I mean? It's getting yeah, just, just accepting yeah. it, moving on, as opposed to forgiveness. But maybe it's just—I think it's just a loaded word for me. Yeah. Like uh, they say that Jesus forgave everybody. I don't think he just stopped hating everybody. No. 
you know, I feel like the teachings of Jesus forgave us for all our sins. He just didn't hold it against us anymore. I don't think yeah. that was a thing. I think he was giving out forgiveness to be like, oh, yeah. no, don't worry. I understand that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas you can't forgive somebody and not understand them. It's yeah. the weird thing for me. Just a random tangent oh, that puts momentum. I was going to say, so, so what do they do? What, uh, <laughs> what no, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very cold binary person in terms of like, uh, there's lots of things that I kind of just close off completely. Mm. So there's, uh, there's lots of people. I mean, I know that there's lots of, there's lots of bad people that, yeah, if, if somebody punched my brother, I wouldn't be friends with them. No, no. Do you know what I mean? And if I ever saw them, then mm. it, it would be a, an angry emotional situation. Yeah. And uh, there's an argument for you should forgive everybody, but it's like, mm. no. no. And there's like, if it's rotting your brain, because like I've always said, like I've got a lot of anger, but I think I've matured my anger in like an oak barrel where it's now like, it's not resentful, bitter anger. It mm. is anger, but anger's not necessarily toxic. So like if it's eating you up inside and you're waking up and like, oh, but in a negative way, then like you might need to learn to let go of that toxicity. Yeah. But if you're angry, hey, go do something. That's Throw the thing, a javelin. Like the inability to do that is why people get therapists. Yeah, or did that, but that's like, yeah, to find guidance, to wait, find ways to, yeah. to manage it properly. But yeah, not really one for forgiveness about a lot of stuff. There's an interesting personal matter that's going uh, that's going on in the background of my life that's kind of conflictive, but uh, I won't get into it too much. But there's like, mm. uh, I um, somebody did something, uh, somebody did something that I deem as um, morally incomprehensible, and they want to be friends with me now. And I'm like, well, the only way I can be friends with you is if I know that what you did, you feel bad about, and you can you re you regret. Mm. But it's a very judgmental position to start a friendship. Look, if you want to be friends with me, admit that you're evil. <laughs> <laughs> then we can be friends. And we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah if you're, if they're aware of it, and it's, it's, it's a weird background thing, uh, but it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting philosophical moral debate about. Uh, but it's a, it's a complicated issue. But yeah, so forgiveness came up in a few conversations, and I was just curious. I think it's uh, forgiveness means something different to me. Mm. I think if you forgive somebody for stabbing you, you can still be in the same room with a knife with them because you have forgiven them. You've put it past you. It may yeah. be risky, you may be nervous, but the forgiveness aspect is you're trying to build that trust again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always thought you were quite, you're quite nonchalant about people fucking around with you, but it's you, you, your forgiveness and boundaries were always to do with people fucking around with other people. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a big thing. I think my role in the film of life it's just like the guy in the lawn chair next door looking over really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of what I do. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. And and in this situation, it's not uh, not necessarily about me. So somebody, yeah, I uh, I have judged, and you can't be friends with someone you've judged negatively because why would you be friends? Yeah. It's an interesting thing. So yeah, yeah. Forgiveness. I forgive everybody, but don't forgive everybody. You know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, you've got to learn your lessons. Uh, mm. Forgiveness aside, how are you, Steve? Uh, I'm all right. Not a lot to all report. Right. It's been uh, August has proven to be an incredibly busy month. My, um, my my dog got an eye infection this week. Nice. Yeah. Where did so, you get that? Amazon? Um, yeah, yeah. Prime. Just mix it up. Prime that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, first, uh, first trip to the vet. 
um, that wasn't um, like I don't know that that, that was that was unexpected, and um, right. it's it's I it it's the first time this week where I've just been like I I don't know how to convince you I'm trying to do the right thing when trying to kind of like get fucking medication in his eye I have to do it while he's asleep because he just, he just, <laughs> he just I just can't like we it's in applying eye drops or something it's yeah but it's not drops it's like a it's like a gel and you have to you have to like squeeze it onto their eyeball so you have to like hold wow. the eye and it's like a drop I could like I'm pretty sure like I could stand above him and like be a few inches yeah. away and with a good aim and get it in but this thing I have to get the bottle like just like here and squeeze it into his eye and it's just like this is impossible like clearly no one right. has ever like done, <laughs> done this with this dog like yeah. ha- had any kind of medication he doesn't know what the fuck is going on um so like i and we tried a bunch of times like with two of us like holding him and his head's all going and, and he starts mm. like barking and like just getting freaked the fuck Defensive. out it's like i'm yeah. not i'm not enjoying this and i i looked at other um I looked at people about oh, how to train your dog to be comfortable with people around their eyes and all of that stuff and it's like <laughs> it all makes sense Everything that they're saying yeah. makes perfect sense, but they're like, and you should find within sort of three to four weeks, they start to get more comfortable around you being around their eyes, and and it and it can only get better with the more, the more that you do it. But I was just like, I don't have three to four weeks. I've got this seven day course of medication that I need to apply but twice I mean, a day now. But like, it's it's different to, for dogs being comfortable around your eyes and you putting gel on their eyeballs. Yeah, it's like a different thing. It's a different thing because like what we'll, <laughs> what we found is that I could is is that we can he's perfectly comfortable with our hands around his eyes. We can mm. we can touch his face and all of that stuff as long as he's not um, like in a really playful mood where he can start getting mouthy. Like he's he's perfectly comfortable with it. Mm. Um, but it's just. It, it's squeezing a liquid and onto his eye and it's just like yeah. this isn't i can't i can't imagine how i would make you comfortable with this and i have no idea how to convince you i'm trying to do the right thing <laughs> yeah but it's 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 difficult man like with pills and shit he doesn't give a fuck like i he'll eat them out of my hand he doesn't care but like with uh, with, with with this eyeball stuff, gel yeah. yeah, I like I, I. When she gave it to me, I was like, "Oh, th- that for some reason that se- that seems easier than drops." It's but now <laughs> I just I like drops would be ways. And he came out the vet green, like right. So <laughs> sure didn't go to some home base or something and just cover him in no green so they, grass dye. So they he had he, he's having this like build up in his eye. And they uh, they're like, well, we have to we have to check that it's not like an injury. And, and <laughs> well, we way- have to paint him green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to check. We have to check that it's not. But the thing is, I, it's it's weird. But like our vets all still fucking COVID safe and all of that stuff. So you just kind of hand them their do- hand them over your dog and just yeah. wait outside for whatever they're doing to finish. Yeah. And then yeah. the dog comes back out green. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he seems more go <laughs> yes. I don't know yeah and so they were like yeah so he's, he's fine like, is he he's fine like, <laughs> he's green better than brown I guess <laughs> <laughs> so they, were, they said um, they said well we, we, we have to put, it's, it's a dye or something we have to put this dye in his eye in his in his eyes and, and nose and stuff right. Well, no, it was, it was just it was just in his eyes, and it said they said if there's any cuts or anything, like it highlights it so we can see if his eyes are injured or if it's just like an infection. 
Right. Oh, okay. But so so then, but then because everything's connected, like it's in his eyes and it's like bright, luminous green, and then it all starts coming out of his mouth and his (laughs) nose and everything. So he came out of the vet looking like the fucking Grinch. Like it was just, it was, it was weird. And then she was just like handing me this bottle. It's like you go. So you got to put this in his eyes twice a day, every day for the next week. It's just like I. It's I don't know. It's 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 difficult. It's difficult. Like you can't. There's 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 always going to be that that kind of communication barrier, um, yeah. And it's and and I don't with us only having had him for a couple of months, it's also a point where like we're trying to build a relationship here, and I need you to I need to make sure I'm not freaking you the fuck out for no reason. <laughs> I don't know if eyes are different, but like I've known when Honey's had medication, she kind of recognizes that you're the one who's given the medication and they feel better so there's like a weird gratefulness yeah must be weird that when he's trying to show you gratefulness and then you're just jamming gel in his eye (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure it's appreciated so i'm saying sure it's appreciated yeah i've had um yeah big house move around and part of the move around was like oh i i cleared i cleared out a lot of space i like destroyed furniture and shit yeah so like i've um, got loads of open space now so it's like oh honey can roam around the house more freely now so i'll open it up before she was like um either in the kitchen or in the living room or both when i'm there and now it's like the whole downstairs is just open now and the garden but she started like she took all of my plaques of playing cards which i didn't know i had any <laughs> And just started setting up a casino in the back garden, <laughs> like with, like she must have just like found playing cards and was like, "Well, these go outside." And just keep on finding just like packs of stuff just kind of stored around the place. I don't know whether she just saw me moving stuff and was like, "Oh, we can move stuff." Yeah. Well, I've been trying to clear this place out for ages. <laughs> the washing machine belongs over here now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I've had honey, uh, it's Honey's birthday today, actually, as we're recording. Oh, nice. She's having a lot of, uh, lot of fish, a lot of salmon today. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. She's five, like, had a four... Wow, fuck me. M- yeah. Like, four, four years and eight months, ten months, eight, nine months, something like that. It's pretty yeah. mental. But uh, time flies. Yeah. But dog nostalgia, forgiveness, then dog nostalgia. Mm. Eyes, green eyes. Green eyes. Gr- green-eyed dog. Like brown-eyed girl, but with more infection. <laughs> yeah. Do you do the do you do you do the big uh, dog birthday thing? Like, is it just like nice food and good walks? Yeah, and like stuff? I, I cook specific food. Like she likes salmon every now and then, so oh, make cool. like a big load of salmon. And Never tried it. Do special fish, walks and stuff. Yeah, honey goes mental for salmon. Yeah. But yeah, just uh, salmon and sausages. But salmon feels more, I don't know, responsible. Feels I guess. Weird to give a dog yeah. sausages. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, she's also needs to lose weight. So like, my, my vet's recommended putting her on some kind of like um, dietary dog food. Go fuck yourself. Just give her less. Just, yeah, well, I was. I don't get. She doesn't eat very much. I think she's just uh, just part of like getting older. She starts to yeah. be a bit more yeah. hoardy. Yeah, they, they fill out and like mum and dad's dog like that. Yeah, I think a bit too liberal with snacks and that. But yeah, just. Uh, yeah, a bit of dog, dog nostalgia, dog forgiveness. Uh, everything else all right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing uh, to report. Still teaching mm-hmm. kids. Oh, is, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, all August. Misinformation <laughs> so, Central. This is your Instagram filter for today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Just fucking press record and point it over there. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun still, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's good. It's good. Um, I can definitely, like, I, d I do enjoy it and I could definitely kind of um, appreciate kind of putting like a, like a proper kind of curriculum sort of thing together. Right. Like taking kids from kind of point A to point B and it would be fun to kind of like see their kind of development along that line because at the minute it's just like i see a different group of kids each week and i'm with them for two different activities on two days and then i never mm. see them again so it's like it'd be interesting to kind of follow one group and see kind of how they develop and everything that'd be cool yeah i think it'd be interesting to see some potential in some people yeah be yeah. quite uh, quite an interesting thing but then, yeah, I imagine as well, you've also just got, like, the same people kind of doing the same bullshit stuff. Oh, just get through it and get through the day. That's yeah. what I imagine most teachers are like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, to be honest, like, like I, don't, I don't actually know a hell of a lot of teachers. I don't know well, any I, that I'm in kind of regular contact with. Well, I remember my religious education classes, they'd give you an end-of-term exam, and the week before, they would just go through the questions of the exam and say, take this home with you and, like, learn it. <laughs> and then the next week, they'd say, okay, here's your test. And I was just, uh, you know, I, I always just, not intentionally, but just had them in my pocket, the test. Yeah. So, oh, well, well, fold it out and just copy those down. <laughs> and then parenting, it was like, next to it, really well in religious education. <laughs> Yeah, it's really, it's a class of roguery. It's fine. Yeah. Doing excellent rogue. RE was good, man. Like, yeah, the, we, there was a couple of years of, not bullshit, but like cultural education where you're learning about all different people's religions. And then I think we got to year 10 and it suddenly became philosophy. And then it was great. Ours was never philosophy. Like, I did a philosophy degree and like, yeah. I'd never done any philosophy stuff before. I think my rece the receptionist at my school chose philosophy for me. I chose drama, and they said, oh, it's a two-course thing. So you have to pick something else. I said, ah, just, you choose, and I left. <laughs> no, I do philosophy now. It was good, though. It was, it was, uh, I learned a lot in it, not about philosophy, but about the art of the argument, which I think is what philosophy means Yeah. from memory. It's, that's what it is. It's about how to debate and that it, kind it of stuff. It just seems about... I don't know, just just about being curious in investigation. It's weird, because I did, I did philosophy at A-level... And it, it's weird going into it how, like, how close-minded a lot of people who think they're big thinkers are. Yeah. Um, like, it's it it's their their ability to to argue a point, whether they're right or wrong, seem becomes more of an excuse to just not change their beliefs. Yeah, my philosophy course was filled with fuck Tony Blair. Yeah, I was like, I like, don't don't care. Yeah, I was having I was having arguments like I don't even know if Iraq's real. I yeah, mean, I, I I can't see it. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's there. What's that? Uh, and they're like, don't trust the media. But here's all the articles from the media that make me angry. So, well, don't trust them then. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, yeah, but fuck the media. Have you read this article about oh, well, this? I, you know what they're that's doing? The thing. So, I was having this argument. Don't understand. All the, all the gun stuff has come up recently because, I mean, America's always been nuts yeah. about guns. But then it's all come up uh, in Australia because, like, guns were banned and suddenly the, the fucking government's now starting to become fucking tyrannical over all this COVID stuff. 
and then <laughs> the, the, well I, I think they've had sort of they, they've had um, nine... a lot of people are surprised that like they had like one infection and then they insti instituted lockdown they in New Zealand as well they shut the whole country down after, and there have been nine yeah. cases since November or something like that and it's like yeah. I mean even if you're like take precautions and whatever that to me seems ridiculous um, but um but any, anyway, so the, the the gun stuff's been uh, been coming up for discussion. I was having this conversation with someone, and they were like, um, "Oh no, I don't, I can't, I, I can't deal with all the gun stuff." And I was like, "Actually, I'm starting to kind of come around to it. I understand what understand. I I I, I do believe that in a lot of instances, like you you should have kind of an, an armed populace now, um, <laughs> like just because the world's going a bit fucking mental. Like it makes sense to me." I understand the situations where you. As, as I'm, not laugh, um, I'm, I'm not laughing at your point of view. I just thought it was funny to say. I kind of think we should start to have an armed populace around about now. <laughs> <laughs> well, as in, I can, I can, I can 100% understand the, the arguments for it, and they were just like, no, no, guns, violence, death, guns, guns, etc. Like they, they were mm. all against it, and I was just like, well, hang on. You also hate the government. And you hate conservatives and you hate Boris Johnson, you fucking Tories and all of that stuff. You can't, on the one hand, like have all of this vitriol towards the government, but on the other hand, trust them to protect you. Like you can't have it both ways. You're either one or the other. Like I, I, I don't understand why you don't kind of see that argument. You hate the government, but you don't want the ability to protect yourself. But the, I, I think that, well, I can't speak for those people, but my reaction is that would be like, well, a gun's not going to protect you. So, like, you can protect yourself from the government and you should be independent as possible. But if the police come round and you have a gun, you're just going to die, right? Well... It's not like, oh, he's got a gun. I, no, no, nah, it's well, fine. No, but again, it's like the, the, the idea of having guns in the States was that, was that the, the people could organise themselves into militias should the government become tyrannical. That was the whole point of it now whether that's yeah. still how it works i don't know I'd say but even, if everyone on your street had a gun then I'd that's different even, to the, even even just back one written, mental bloke and the police or even back when it was written i reckon it was more just like look if they have a gun they'll feel like they're in control <laughs> give them a gun i mean we've got cannons they can have a gun and they'll be like i'm safe let them feel safe yeah. But we can still kill them all. <laughs> we can just poison the water supply. Yeah, but I've got my gun. All right, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more of those like giving people the illusion of power is what I, what I assume it is. But like, because I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, uh, I don't think I have a, a stance on, the, on, on, on it at all, but I think it's interesting that uh, it's weird because I think if you accept that if you have more guns in your country, you're going to have more accidental or, pa or indirect gun deaths. And that's 100%. not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. It's yeah. like, well, would you rather have it's just, it's, that as opposed to something else? You yeah, know it's, what is it? it's risk, not risk assessment, risk, um, it's like risk analysis or something like that. It's the, the same reason yeah. we don't ban driving because people die in car accidents. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, people with swimming pools are 10 times more likely to drown. It's like, well, yeah, because yeah, they've got swimming pools. Because they've got, like, a, yeah. Just kind of happens. So it's like whether you want to 
do that. It's a kind of a thing. I just think, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a way to control it. So that the only thing you could probably do is just the same with cars. You just got it. Well, you need to pass a test to prove to the world yeah. that you're able to do this properly. And if you fuck up, then we take your gun, we take your gun away. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, um, what that. was it? There was a woman, um, I can't remember whether I've made notes on it, but a woman was shot in the face by a two-year-old on national television. <laughs> Like on some kind, I think she was having some kind of interview on telly and the baby just had a gun and just shot her in the face. Ugh. Obviously having no concept of what's going on. No. But it's like, just that's bound to be more likely if there's more guns. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Yeah, if there's more guns, there'll be more stupid people with guns. That's always going to be the case. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, yeah, it's just... Yeah, in term, if I'd say if you're looking at it to protect yourself from the government, it's like I'm not sure. Like, I mean, in the same breath, you got the people who hate, you know, politics and all that kind of stuff. Like, give them a gun. I'll make things. Make. The, I'm sure their rational brains are going to do well with that. Uh, with that wielding of power in it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a weird one. But yeah, I'm I'm all for the chaos. Fuck yeah, it. yeah. So some guy got attacked with an axe behind me. So behind my house, maybe it'd be more interesting if it was a gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> Could be. I would have heard it. Oh. <laughs> There's a murder going on out there. Be interesting. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, should we get some news? Yeah. Oh, sorry, we, we we briefly opened with Steve's all up for arming the populace, and then I think we'll just uh, uh, we'll shift. Just, uh, leave it there. What about the dentist? Take your weapons to the dentist? Um, I mean, the dentist's got weapons, technically. Technically, protect yourself, <laughs> protect yourself against that. Yeah. He's got laughing gas. <laughs> Flashbang. I was thinking drills and scalpels and shit. <laughs> makes dentist visits more interesting, I guess. Yeah. Hand-to-hand -to -hand combat to try and sort your gingivitis. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody defending themselves, sitting in the waiting room with like a fucking morning star and nunchucks and. Like <laughs> Don't look at me! Don't take my magazine. That's my version of like <laughs> bridesmaid or whatever it is. Just the filling. Just the filling. <laughs> Wielding a power sword. <laughs> Something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, give uh, give uh, give more people guns. Uh, the, the, oh yeah, you hear about Afghanistan? It's all the rage at the moment. I was gonna say, man, like I. <laughs> I, I don't um, I don't pay attention to a lot of that stuff, but be, yeah. the, a thing popped up on the BBC app. Like it buzzed me on my phone. It's, it said, um, having taken Kabul, the Taliban are about to give a press conference. I was like, I have to watch yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, have yeah. to watch that. <laughs> no, I, I don't have the full article, and I did watch anything. But I just I love the first couple of paragraphs because it sums up to me what I think the press conference was like. Um, so the uh, the Taliban have admitted that amputation, stonings, and executions could be returning. Admitted. <laughs> uh, look, all right. Admittedly, we might get more stonings. You know, amputations. <laughs> just, we might take some legs, right? It would, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it. You know, I'm not. Not. I'm not denying that. It's definitely, definitely possible. But we will protect the rights of women, the media, and diplomats. As so long as good. they obey Sharia law, <laughs> is what they said. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I, I, Sharia law is kind of a buzzword, isn't it? Isn't that like quite restrictive rules upon women, like clothing and yeah. stuff like that? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, right. I actually meant to look into to see exactly what it meant, but yeah. 
So it's just like, it's, like, it's just the press conference. There's just some guy, just Gareth, comes out. Hey, guys, look, I'm Taliban. Evil, right? Am I right? Oh, no, 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 we're fine. Look, we're in power now. It's going to be fine. We're going to give rights to women. We're going to, you know, help. We're going to protect diplomats, all that kind of shit. But admittedly, we might be bringing back amputations. Just a heads up. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. Just going to be out, out front and honest. I... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was all a bit nuts. And then there was there was a question from one of the um, one of the press um, that were like, right. um, so uh, the the uh, the people who um, you, who who are currently uh, imprisoned by yourselves, mm. taking taking uh, your 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 hostages, I think oh, was yeah. the term. Um, would they be? Um, would they be freed now? And he was just, he was just like, I, 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 yeah, I, just, I, I don't know anything about that. And then just like, just carried on. Have I mentioned the rights for women? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. trying to keep it off point. Hostages, hostages. I, this whole thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just gonna, yeah, we're gonna help the media all that kind of shit. Yeah. It's up to the courts to decide amputations, apparently. That's what they said. It's all out of the article. This is all I found. I just found that really funny. Good lord. Yeah, it's just a, a terrorist press meeting. <laughs> this is the as world, well. man. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just funny as fuck. But hey, good, good luck to them. Uh, in other news, uh, an elephant herd that has fascinated locals and people around the world by making a year-long journey into urbanized southwest China. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming that means it's like a city, right? Uh, yeah. There's an elephant herd in the city. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're on the tram lines. I want to go to work. <laughs> Fucking elephants in the way. That's but a bit, fascinated. That's a bit of chaos. That's a nice a bit of bit. chaos. Yeah, but like, just it's like, oh, isn't it lovely? A little bit of nature. It's like, no, it's it's hella inconvenient, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sodding fucking I mean, elephants. The traffic's already pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it's like in London when they'd hold the Olympics, because I used to ride motorbikes around London, like they'd close down loads and loads of roads, which meant that you weren't able to get over the Thames very easily. There's right. like one bridge that you could cross the Thames on. So like, I was like late for work multiple times in different years because like, of the marathon. I was like, oh, this is hooray for yeah, health runners. and yeah, charities. Like, but like, I need to go to work. <laughs> Yeah, like London's already fucked as far as traffic goes, without all of that shit as well. Oh yeah, I, I don't, I didn't, I never really noticed it to be fair. But then I was on motorbikes. You're on a and bike, stuff, so yeah. Like I, I, to be fair, I, I've only driven around it once or twice. I think it's just any time I've got to go to London, I just get the fucking train because um, <laughs> I, I can't. It's, it seems like more hassle. It just, it's just like I'll, I'll, I'd rather get on the tube. <laughs> Well, it depends on the time of day as well. Like, if it, I think the last train's at like 1 or 2 a.m. Yeah. So, like, after that, it's taxis and night buses, and I'm too old for night buses now, so it's drive. Yeah. And if you go, yeah, yeah, if you know how to work around it, London's, uh, London's all right. But yeah, just, I'd be pissed if there was a herd of elephants stopping me from getting, getting to work. Uh, local authorities have deployed trucks, workers, and drones, elephant drones, drones. to monitor the Helic elephant helicopters, you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Evacuating roads for them to pass safely and used food to steer them away from popular areas. <laughs> Got some grass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, eat the grass. Don't go to the park with all the grass and all the people. Come yeah. over here with Come all the grass. Come over here. Yeah. Stay out <laughs> of the of the restaurants. 
Yeah, the, uh, the 14 Asian elephants of various sizes and ages were guided across the river in Yunnan on Sunday night. Path is being opened. The elephants left the reserve more than a year ago for unknown reasons. <laughs> Go on, we're, Wanted we're to see off. the city. Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not driving, I'll get on the tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to get out there yeah. and, and do something. But isn't that like, is, I mean, elephants are coming. Like, isn't that... I'm sure it's perfectly pleasant and natural, and it's interesting to look at from a narrative perspective. Yeah. But if you were like, I'm starting a family, and now a herd of elephants is beelining right at us. I guess. I. I. But I wonder if it just seems weird from like an outsider perspective. Like maybe if you're in China and and that you you know there's elephants in the country already, that it'd be similar to like oh there's a load of cows in town. Like that, that'd still be an, it'd still be a hassle, yeah. but it wouldn't be like really yeah. weird. Uh, no, I reckon elephants have gotten like a really good PR department or something, and they're, yeah. they're actually terrible things. <laughs> Shitting everywhere, tusking against stuff. Tusking, yeah. Yeah, they could rub <laughs> up against a post office or something and just dismantle the whole postal service. Yeah. <laughs> Eats a post box. But, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Ang? Oh, he's on his way in, but he got tusked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I mean, the nature and your front garden. Yeah. Isn't it lovely? It was an endangered tusk. <laughs> but yeah, so watch out for uh, returning elephants to have visited the city. It's kind of heartwarming, though, isn't it? You always see those videos of like the, the of, of like a mother goose guiding a load of baby geese like across the road and all the traffic stops to let them pass. Like, But with an elephant, you haven't really got much choice. Well, I mean, like, it's sometimes it's nice to see a bird regurgitating, like, worms to its chicks. But if you see an elephant regurgitating an Uber driver to its young, you'd be yeah. like, this is... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was in their diet, but every day Feels... is a school day, I suppose. He had food on him. You can't... It's his own fault. Yeah. He's an Uber, Uber Eats delivery driver or whatever it yeah. was. He gets paid by the trip. He's fine. <laughs> fine to get... <laughs> semi-digested and then propelled towards young carnivorous elephants that probably don't exist yeah it'd be great if elephants were meat eaters though because yeah. like well, they don't seem that agile I've, but I've, i imagine they could wreck something yeah i've had that asked me before like what what do you what would which herbivore would be the most fucking terrifying if it was a carnivore and like i think an elephant you can kind of see coming but i was wondering like maybe something like a kangaroo that'd be pretty fucking terrifying like a crow. <laughs> the crows, the crows are omnivores. Yeah, like, but anything. like you know, more so. <laughs> like they can fly down and like take a whole leg, but uh, it will feed me for a while. Like a pterodactyl. <laughs> uh, could be fun. Yeah, could be interesting. I don't know. Ask China. Yeah, to deal with these elephants. In other news, vets have said that the law is clear, and Geronimo the alpaca must be put down. Front page oh. news. The alpaca is going to be dead, I think, because he's is got the law that alpacas are illegal. No, I think it's he's got some kind of disease where it's in Gloucestershire. Uh, he tested positive. Oh, he's got like foot and for, mouth or something. Yeah, something like that. Joanna Lumley and Chris Packham have come out to support the alpaca, but he's still got the disease. BTB tuberculosis, bovine tuberculosis. Okay, yeah. Sorry, so apparently it it's like it's a, live, yeah, so it can, counts as livestock. It's not your dog. Yeah, and it's like it can infect humans. I think is the thing. So they're like, yeah. well, you have to put it down. It's like we can cure it, sure, by killing it, right? Yeah. Geronimo, just cure it with fire. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, culling animals for bovine tuberculosis, tuberculosis is an arduous but necessary endeavour. And because he's had multiple positive tests, um, which <laughs> McDonald, who I think is like a lawyer or something, says is a very strong indicator of the presence of the disease. Well, he's tested positive Seems for it multiple times. Yeah. So I think he's got it. Yeah, the multiple positive pregnancy tests would indicate that you could be pregnant. <laughs> Sarah Tomlinson, a farm vet and bovine tuberculosis expert, who sits on DEFRA's bovine tuberculosis partnership. There's an organisation for bovine tuberculosis. God almighty. So her whole livelihood is, is like Just deal with death. bovine disease. Death. Yeah. Is it there? Death. Politically, this is going to happen. There's nothing that will change that. Politically? Yeah. Oh, well. If he doesn't win the vote, he's being put down. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've, I, it's been a while since I've looked at these. Some of these are quite short. Um, in other news, a po police in Staffordshire are asking for the public's help to identify a badly burned woman found in a lay-by. Oh. Have you seen this badly burned woman? Oh, who told she? me about this. Yeah, someone just set fire to it, and they, they found a couple of suspects, and they were from, like, Birmingham or something. Yeah, travelling up north for a bit of lay-by burning. Yeah. Sounds fun. A murder inquiry was launched after the body was discovered with burn marks in the early hours of yesterday in Purton. They also believe she had been driven to the site before being set on fire. Oh. Oh. So they're, they're putting together, and this is when she was set on fire. They also, uh, now Staffordshire Police are appealing for anyone who may have information, blah, 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 blah. De de Detective Supped, Det Supped Tom Chis Chisholm revealed the body was set alight at the scene, possibly with the use of some kind of accelerant. Oh. So maybe there was accelerant used, or maybe they just lit a match and just poked her, and she became a blaze. Yeah. <laughs> She'd been drinking so heavily, a permanent vapour of alcohol had yeah. surrounded her and she, she burst was into flame. sodden with booze. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, I, if she was badly burnt, I'm assuming she was on fire, not just like, you know, scorch marks yeah. from being, you know, poked out with fire. Yeah. It implies that she was badly burnt as in she was set on fire. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't standing so she too close have... to a firework display. Like she you was... can't, you don't just catch flame like entirely even if you're wearing like flammable clothes yeah if it's quite like, evenly spread like she's burnt all over her body only a bit but all yeah. over like you, you, you you'd reactively get stuff off and you wouldn't become completely ablaze right unless she was unconscious maybe that was the thing but you feel like fire would wake you up i don't know yeah maybe i mean to be you honest if i was unconscious and they were going to set me on fire i would hope it didn't wake me up and i just died I don't know. Uh, you know, different people. Different people. Different people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be awake on fire. <laughs> in other news, in other news um, a teacher responsible for improving behaviour at Staffordshire School has smashed up a colleague's car. <laughs> <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> All about forgiveness. All about that forgiveness. <laughs> The Staffordshire PE teacher has dodged a teaching ban after smashing up a colleague's car with a building hammer <laughs> whilst she was sat behind the wheel. <laughs> so I think it's she's in her car behind the wheel just smashing up another car. I think 
Samuel. Samuel. Is Samuel a, a genderless name? I think it's mainly yeah. a male name, isn't it? Could it? Be, it could be both. Can be both. Oh, Samuel. No, that's Samuel. A, that's a, that's yeah. a bloke. And what, what's the what's the female Sam? Samantha. Sam. Samantha. There you go. Okay, so maybe the PE teacher was smashing up the car with the victim in the car. Maybe that's what they're saying. Samuel Woodhull, who was in charge of improving student behaviour, uh, quit his job after he lost his temper. Um, an argument occurred where Mr. Woodhull picked up a hammer from his house and caused damage to the individual A's vehicle while she was still sitting in it. Okay. He smashed in the back window, the rear side window, and bashed in the bodywork. I'm here to improve student behaviour. <laughs> A colleague told the panel Mr. Woodhull's actions were completely out of character. Uh, he said he loves being a teacher. It's my life and my passion. <laughs> <laughs> Behave yourself, kids, or I'll smash you up like a car. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> yeah. an angry teacher. It's fair enough. Yeah. Uh... Short but sweet. Oh, another short one. I, I, I'm sure this is tragic, but for me, it's just... It, the world is, is a cartoon when you look at it in, through a lot of people's eyes, right? An Olympic pentathlete was left in tears as her horse refused to jump and she plummeted from gold medal to the bottom of the competition. Oh. So in like a horse race or something where like you got a gallop or like dressage or whatever, you like jump over these things. Yeah. She's in the lead, she's winning, she gets there. The horse just tells her to go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just sat there being like, jump jump and the horse doesn't give a fuck <laughs> and practicing then, like, for years all her dreams just melt <laughs> she's just on a horse crying at the olympics because oh. <laughs> <laughs> this one horse has been waiting for this moment to be the biggest cunt he can be yeah, this horse just got constipated at the wrong time and shattered <laughs> all of her Olympic dreams. <laughs> just, I, I just loved that it was in the middle of it. It wasn't like the horse wouldn't start, right? Yeah. I imagine, you know, the horse got going and then just got, like, distracted and started thinking about, like, Inception or something like that. I was like, yeah. I don't know, what, what happened? Did the train all move or what the fuck? <laughs> and the horse crying woman, what's she crying about? <laughs> The horse has no idea about what's going yeah. on. Uh, I've been jumping for four years. I just don't feel like it today. <laughs> just crying. Just so much sadness. It's great. Uh, Germany's Anika Schlu was left inconsolable when her horse, Saint Boy, would not take on any obstacles in the show jumping portion of the pentathlon. Schlu was leading the event after fencing and swimming. She did fencing with her horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the horse is like, fuck you, bitch, I've been stabbed. I've been swimming as a stressful week. What's Pent? Pent, it's, uh, it's five, isn't it? So there's five events. So I guess show Fencing, jumping. swimming, horsing. Yeah. It's, it's weird to throw one in there with a horse. But then, yeah, I guess, so, so triathlon is swimming, cycling, and running. Running. Yeah. And then the so decathlon then, is like skiing and shooting or something like that. Yeah. I think that's a decathlon. And then just, yeah, the fifth one is crying on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Gold medal. Yeah. Uh. Um, oh, actually, let me uh, jump ahead to a, another similar article. Um, yeah, in other news, a baronet. A baronet? I guess that's a female baron, but I thought it was just a baron still. Oh, well, I not progressive. Baroness. A baronet. Yeah, baroness. 
yeah. a baronet. A baronet's daughter with an unquenchable thirst for horse racing has died after being thrown from her horse during a race. That'll quench it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have had a drink before. Yeah. <laughs> Horse, just horses, mate. Just don't give a fuck. I, I fuck don't off. trust horses. I just don't. I'd never trusted horses. I don't <laughs> get people that are just like, oh, yeah, I really want to ride a horse. I don't get it. I don't get it. They Why do you ambition. trust that thing? They hate it with all their heart. It's just. Stop trying to win gold medals. Fuck off. They're not like clever animals. They're skittish <sighs> and, and weird and they can kill you with one kick. You can ruin your Olympic dreams. Yeah. <laughs> they can quench your thirst. <laughs> Ways that you don't want quenched. <laughs> Horses, mate. Fuck them, right? <laughs> I, I, I got, like, like nothing, against, nothing against them, like, in the wild or, or whatever. Like, it's an animal, like, whatever. But I don't get people's obsession with them. <laughs> Stop competing with them. Stop trying to enter them into competitions. They don't yeah. take it well. They, don't, they just want to just chill like, out and eat some oh, grass. Oh, we loved them. They were our first vehicles. We've got much better ones now. We <laughs> We've got ones that fly. Where are you going to yeah. fly? <laughs> <laughs> We've got drones that can chase away elephants. Yeah, but they don't shit. I want one that shits. <laughs> I can make it oh, shit. Yeah, just can make it some kind of device. <laughs> Uh, unquenchable thirst for horse racing <laughs> thrown from the horse. Weird term. Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking love horse racing. Can never get enough. Quench. Right. <laughs> yeah. Chill out. Jeez. Uh, in other news, a woman was stranded at Croatia's Zadar Airport last week after she inadvertently arrived a year early for her flight. <laughs> <laughs> This is obviously like it's silly. I mean, I, I I don't know. I think I think it's part of getting older as well. You just you're more prepared for disasters. Yeah. So like, there's a backup plan. So like, oh, if you get say you went on holiday, I'd always budget enough to be able to come home early to buy a new ticket if I wanted to. Yeah. But like, oh, if something happens, I need to get home, right? Suppose the just being like, oh, I suppose I'll just walk. I'm, just, I'm stranded. It's like, no, you're not. You 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 went there, <laughs> and you've made a plan to come back. You're just early. Yeah. She just booked the flight on the wrong date, obviously. She booked it a year in advance by yeah. accident. Uh, the woman who posted about her experience arrived at the airport at 6am to find her flight to Milan wasn't on the departure board. She then discovered that her boarding pass had uh, actually been a year later. Um, yeah, she just booked a flight early. I think it all got sorted out, but she posted it all on TikTok. So, look, look how bad I am at organising my life. <laughs> It's not like, oh, these airlines. I think that was the thing about the airlines shouldn't, don't usually allow flights to be booked that far in advance. Why not? I think, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think like, I think the average is like 300 days or something. It's like the most advanced. So like, they were like, oh, you know, it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Just book it on the days that you want to have the service that they provide. Yeah. Don't just, well, they should have let me book it. I'm too stupid to book it. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's just maybe. Uh, in other short news, tropical... <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll say it again. In other news, tropical... <laughs> I'm building up too much now. Tropical depression Fred has striked the Dominican Republic. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's not like a, it's a storm, oh, but it's right. not a storm. It's a depression. <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck does that mean? 
Oh, okay. Uh, so Fred is predicted to develop into a tropical storm as it makes its way toward Florida. The storm unleashed heavy rain on San Domingo. But just tropical, defre- tropical depression, Fred. Does that that sounds like a, like a kid's character? Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's smiling Barry. It's uh, no, it's, it's got a Hawaiian George. It's Hawaiian John. <laughs> tropical depression, Fred. <laughs> just just like some lonely single dad divorcee on a beach yeah. trying to drink a you know. Frozen cocktail. Yeah, like, oh. he's really sad, uh, but he's got a mojito. So yeah, and he and he's heading to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! He's <laughs> coming. Depression, oh. Fred. <laughs> I think the words are just great. Tropical depression, Fred. It's a good, it's a good name. It's a good yeah. name. Um, oh yeah! In similar news to Staffordshire Labies, a retired Met police detective involved in a decade-long dispute with his neighbour over guttering took his own life. It's kind of tragic, isn't it? But he took his own life by getting in his car and setting fire to himself. What? Like, in terms of suicide. Yeah. Setting fire to yourself. <laughs> it's a That's bit it. intense when you're having an argument about guttering. Did <laughs> <laughs> he set fire to himself inside the car or he set fire to the car that he was in? I think, well, he set the fire started within the car. Right. So I think he set fire to himself and then the car, you know, decided to help out. But just, yeah, it's fucking self-immolation over an argument with your neighbours. Yeah. I think that guttering needs to be cleaned. Well, I don't. I'm going to go in my car. <laughs> See what you think now. <laughs> um, the coroner said Mr. Williams started legal proceedings with his neighbours and then with the new owners of the house. So I guess the process started again when other people moved in. Mr. Williams' wife, Jean Williams, who was separated from him, said she thought leaving the police force had a considerable effect on Ed. I believe he found it quite hard to adjust to the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Set fire to himself. It's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, like PTSD and trauma and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like that's 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 extreme. Like he had the option of what was it carbon monoxide poisoning if he had a car, right? But he was like, "Fuck that! I don't want to sleep. I want to be awake when I'm on fire." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, if you're gonna get in your car, just yeah, the old hose pipe and the exhaust pipe shit like that. Yeah. That seems like a not a pleasant way to go, but like a just Better a than nice fire. sort of yeah. Like, I think fire's really funny if you can see somebody walk crossing the road as you're about to do it. You know, like you make eye contact. Oh, morning, Bob. M- morning. And then you just set fire to <laughs> <laughs> Ruin that guy's day. <laughs> oh, and um, lastly from me, what are we on? Yeah, lastly from me, somewhere between the births of his two children and their murders. <laughs> that went sideways somewhere between the births of his two children and their murders in Mexico Matthew Taylor Coleman went from a devout Christian praising God to an alleged follower of QAnon enlightened by the Illuminati the 40 year old Californian surfing instructor welcomed his, welcomed his daughter Roxy Rain into the world last October with an Instagram post declaring she was handpicked by God's to, to, by God, not God, so I do apologize, to slay the giants in the land. Do Christians believe in giants? Probably. Hmm. Probably fine. Uh, about 10 months later, Mr. Coleman then stabbed to death Roxy and her two-year-old brother, Kalo, for possessing serpent DNA, passed down from their mother that would see them grow into monsters. 
<laughs> Hang on. You're snakes. You're snakes, aren't you? Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> he was a surfing instructor. Yeah. The most laid back sort of job that you could imagine. Wait a minute. You're a My wife's a snake. You're spawned from her. You're snakes. No more. I need to kill the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking insane. Oh, God. To go from Christian, uh, Christian praising God to uh, a serpent hating person. Yeah. But don't, don't, I mean, isn't like the serpent like the devil, isn't it? I guess. But um, I don't, yeah, it says he wasn't necessarily yeah, that Christian like at the, the end. Yeah, uh, what is it? The the snake in the in, in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Eat that apple. Yeah. No. Yes. Wait, there's, right. there's no apples on the beach. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she ate all the apples. Fucking. So he killed, he killed both his kids. Killed his, both his kids because they had the serpent DNA inherited from their mother. Wow. He's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty strong. Well, like, I think they're trying... I mean, I haven't got the whole article because it's only the first three. <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, it gets a little bit emotional about child death. But, yeah. like, the, the first three, like, kind of imply that he became a follower of QAnon enlightened by the Illuminati. In, uh, kind of subtly implying that he was politically or socially suggested into murdering his snake children. <laughs> Like no, I think there's something there's something else going on. Yeah. I think that's some, something more intense than whatever Facebook group you remember of. <laughs> <laughs> think another there's a screw loose somewhere else when you start stabbing your kids. Jesus. Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty strong divorce from reality. To, yeah, to lose my kids your, are snakes. Well, just just to lose all your protective instincts. You yeah. are you are a psychopath at that point. Yeah, or, you know, he, I mean, he, he put the pressure on his daughter to slay the giants of the land. Maybe he was like, well, she can't do it if she's a snake. Now it falls to me. I've got to kill the children of the land. Did I remember that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kill all the kids. But intense. Uh, so, yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're surfing in California, be careful. Your kids might be snakes. Yeah. Just be careful. Watch out. But yeah, that's, uh, that's me this week. All right. Uh, just oh. a, just uh, a few uh, short ones from me. Um, no. Following the uh, following the capture, following their capture of the city of Kabul, Taliban militants were seen on video enjoying a fairground before burning it to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> I want to go on the slide first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go on the slide. It'll be fun. Yay! <laughs> 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 the Taliban militants, some of them with weapons in hand, were seen enjoying a ride on the electric bumper cars in the videos. Uh, in another video, Taliban militants can be seen riding small merry-go-round horses. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, th that evening, there's video footage of the whole place just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bachelor party, drunk on merry-go-rounds, ending in fire. <laughs> well, just... how, do you, how do you drive a Dodgem with a suicide bomber and a gun? Oh, I don't like... know. <laughs> <laughs> like drive like <laughs> like. Okay, uh, we have a Dodgem contest. Hey, 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 Mike, don't put IEDs on the Dodgem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 
merry-go-round. It's just so weird with all the rhetoric of being like, fuck the West and all of that. We do have to burn yeah. these false idols. But first, we... Yeah, we're going to slide. Yeah. <laughs> Taliban militants on a merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, just like happy, jolly music going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> Burn it set, to the ground. Set fire to it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in other news, police in Seattle are reporting that a naked man has been stabbed in the street by another naked man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is my naked corner. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while the naked victim was taken to hospital witnesses told police that the other naked man was last seen around the corner where police found him at the entrance of an apartment building with what appeared to be a self-inflicted wound to his neck so he stabbed another man and then stabbed himself, <laughs> stabbed himself. <laughs> Seattle right rains a lot oh. I mean I, <laughs> I stabbed him and it made I, th- I was depressed so I stabbed someone but that made me more depressed so I stabbed me <laughs> felt a bit better after that to be fair <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of understand, like, I mean, in, in a weird, not, not understand it, but like, as far as the scene goes, it's like, have you seen, I don't know, like, it, it's as though, like, two rival ninjas have arrived kind of in town and spotted each other. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah like, I, I'm the naked guy. No, I'm the naked guy. <laughs> like, I'm the naked guy with a knife. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stab myself. What? I've never done that. It's easy. I'll show you how. Stab. Oh. <laughs> it's all confusion. We said um, uh, identities of either man are unknown at this time. Uh, Seattle officers supplied medical aid until Seattle fire arrived. <laughs> <laughs> well, better safe than sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, like, you, you, you had sort of three, three options to solve yeah. the medical crisis. You called the two that were totally irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they want to go to prison. Yeah. You know, just give them, flash some lights, get them scared. Yeah. So, get an ambulance. Are they naked? Yeah, better get the fire instead. <laughs> yeah, they got ladders. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, I get it. Clean them off. Shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, in other news, uh, em- <laughs> no- nothing further on this one. Uh, emergency services in Tulsa were called uh, in called in to recover a body washed up on the riverbank, uh, and instead found a very alive man sunbathing and wondering what all the fuss was about. <laughs> <laughs> that dead, bloated man is. A- <laughs> I have a father. This doesn't do very good for my self-esteem. <laughs> huh? <laughs> by boat and like <laughs> like and then they all got like there's video footage of it and they all got out and went over to him he just got up and was like what <laughs> they called the they called the coast guard like, <laughs> that is pretty great though that's a that's a good social uh, social thing to do like yeah. I, I was, i've always found it funny when um like i used to uh, when i worked in restaurants i'd sit outside like the back entrance for a break or something like that and I just sit on the floor and the amount of times people would just like give, put money on the floor next to me <laughs> and then just like walk past <laughs> it's like it's always the same joke but it's always hilarious <laughs> so it's just like oh there's a dead guy over there it's like, oh, I'm not dead I'm not bloated I'm alive like, yeah, but you looked like a dead sorry <laughs> yeah just just keep it yeah, yeah. <laughs> coast guards it what <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you can you can you uh, put sunscreen on my back while you're here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Um, and uh, and finally, uh, United Airlines have issued a memo to their flight attendants instructing them not to duct tape the passengers. Oh yeah, well, I, I didn't read it, but wasn't there something about they had to restrain somebody? Yes, yeah, for some reason. Uh, it says we've we've seen two recent high-profile incidents where passengers were duct taped to their seats for bad behaviour on American <laughs> Airlines and Frontier Airlines. Uh, Don't now do it again. Yeah, United <laughs> Airlines has sent a memo to flight attendants telling them not to use duct tape as a way of dealing with poorly behaved passengers. Now, I <laughs> I I, don't, I wouldn't get offended if some. One was being someone a duct taped you. If someone was being a twat and they ended up getting duct taped to their seat, I'd be like, fair enough, because <laughs> we're with thirty thousand feet in the air. Like, I'd rather you weren't being a dick, and I don't care if they have to restrain you to stop you being a dick. Like, if you're being yeah. like really drunk and disruptive and like verging on like argumentative, verging on violence and all of that stuff, like, yeah, you should be restrained, and they should be but allowed the- to restrain you. The thing is, the issue is, right, I mean, if you escape from being duct taped to a chair, mm. that's kind of a Godzilla moment, right? Because then you've got, like, you're duct taped <laughs> yeah. to a weapon. Yeah, you You're will, swinging uh, around like a tail. You will evolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, what, if there's a fire, you, you could block the emergency exit? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it feels weird. I mean, I guess it makes sense that there's duct tape on a plane, right? Because duct tape is, like, good thing for most situations, including, yeah. like putting over a hole in the plane yeah so well, like, they said they said there's there there are th- other things on board including zip ties and things like that that you should use but i was just like well that's fair enough i, I think if you if you've got trained professionals who can do that kind of thing and fair enough but using a zip tie doesn't keep someone in place it just keeps their hands in place you've mm. still got to zip tie them to something in order to yeah. restrain them I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not against blow darts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as a oh, way yeah, of exactly. controlling Chloroform the populace. Rags, like, get it done. Just, like, have, like, I mean, what they have, like, air marshals or whatever. But yeah. instead of it being a military thing, it was just, like, a, you know, a church thing or something. Like, a minister yeah. would have access to a blow, a blow gun. <laughs> yeah. Thump. <laughs> oh. That'd be fine. <laughs> That'd be fine. And, yeah, they, they, they announce yeah. it. Like on the on the, on the thing at the start, and your your blow dart artist for the day. Uh, yeah, it's Father Gregory. Yeah, <laughs> stands up, waves, <laughs> throws some holy water, and then sits back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they blow dart you and then just lock you in the toilet for nine hours. Yeah, he's laying on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's <It's laughs> <fine>. cold. <laughs> Could be a cool way of dealing with things, right? I'm all about arming the populace with blow darts. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about blow darts that. and duct tape. Get it done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that. That'll give them the same feeling of protection, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. Oh yeah, fun times, mm. fun times. Duct tape planes and uh, what was it? Some kind of oh yeah, tropical depression. Fred. <laughs> lots of lots of fire. Yeah, lots of, lots of self-immolation and being yeah. set alight near cars and yeah. laybys and stuff. Flaming merry-go-rounds. Yeah, Taliban, Taliban funfairs. press conferences. Yeah, press conferences and merry-go-rounds. Like, that sounds made up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, as well as them, like, why are they talking about women's rights? Like, you don't think the Taliban to be 
that like caring about no, political it's the way they're viewed. It's be, yeah, that's the thing. It's that's what's so bizarre about it is that yeah. the the wheels are in motion for them to try and change public perception on the yeah. Taliban, and it's like I don't understand how this is going to work. You've it's already like advocated. You, you're trying to make everyone feel good about this, but you're already advocating for reintroducing stonings. <laughs> and amputation. And <laughs> Admittedly, yeah. amputation as well. And um yeah. and, and, and killing all of the all of the hostages and allies that you've that are still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Death to the infidels, but you know, equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. That's weird yeah. from <laughs> Taliban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it just feels like they've gotten themselves a social media manager and the guy's like, I'll try. <laughs> that's the like, thing that's so you're fucking You're quite weird. unlikable, but I'll try. <laughs> Are you sure about the amputations? Yeah, unwavering. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll admit it then. All right, fair <laughs> enough. That's the thing that's so weird that someone pointed out. The... the the, the people that uh, the, the, the official spokespeople of the Taliban are on Twitter Donald Trump is banned yeah but like I'm, I'm assuming that the Taliban Twitter account isn't really that flaming yeah they, do, they don't post like spicy memes and yeah just like the odd dog picture and cat video <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's not, not that bad yeah death to America here's a cute picture of an English mastiff <laughs> it's an excellent couscous recipe I discovered. Yeah. Let's put it out there. It's yeah. fine. Still death to America. Oh yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. All the all the all, that's the all the news there were news reporters in the streets like in like hijabs like reporting on the scene. There was a woman that was just like, well, they're all screaming death to America, but they seem very happy. Yeah, they're pretty laid back. Yeah. For people so, so hell bent. She's like, they're all smiling and very I mean, nice, but they are chanting they're death on, to America. They're on, they're on the merry-go-round. 